gosh here we are this is the abby da podcast i'm abby da your host i can't believe i'm actually recording my very first podcast this has been a long time coming and i'm so finally ready to put my voice in this way out into our world I think there has been a part of me that has been terrified to do this because I am afraid what will others think if they listen, will they get offended, you know, all the thoughts that come through, will I even, you know, have an audience, will anyone even care to listen, but what it comes down to is it's just this nagging voice inside of me that tells me, Abby, you got to start this podcast. So today as I was working, it came like a loud boom of thunder in my ears and in my heart. And so I decided to come home, get comfortable, set up my equipment, and begin this journey. So here I am. And I thought about so many names to call this podcast. But what it comes down to is I don't want to be stuck to just talk about one thing. So I thought, you know, my name has a nice sound to it and people like to say it. So I thought I'm going to call it the Abby Dog Podcast. But we're going to talk about all things self-development. Yes, it's another self-development podcast, but hopefully I can make you laugh. Hopefully you can even cry tears of just you know, being inspired, feeling more hopeful. I want to inspire those who listen to use their voices, use your voice to feel your own worth, to claim your life again, to believe in your purpose. And even if you don't even know what your purpose is, that you still know that deep, deep within you lies a purpose. And the fact that you're here on this planet, you were born as a miracle and you have a purpose. So I'm also going to be interviewing people because people are really cool and I love to interact with people doing amazing things out in the world, following their dreams, inspiring, leaning in, taking risks. So I'm going to be interviewing and I'll have those episodes to look forward to. So it's going to be a whole lot of just great things coming your way. Now, if you if you are listening right now, I just want to say, bless your heart. Thank you so much for listening to my first episode. I am dedicated and committed to this, and I will be putting out weekly episodes from this point forward. And I decided what really ultimately got me to turn on this mic today was it doesn't matter who listens. This podcast is for me and in hopes someone out there will resonate with my voice in hopes that this podcast can 
bring light to the world and help support people to their healing, to creating a future that feels aligned and much better than their past. So again, welcome. I want you to feel as though you're in my living room with me and we're we're just having this conversation weekly. But I really, really do want to help you open your heart. So a little bit about me and where I've come from and why I'm here today is I've had a life, man. I have had an extraordinary life. I've had a lot of pain to move through and struggle and challenge. And I'm really proud of myself because I believe I've never really thought of myself as a victim. I've never had that victim mentality. And I've continued to persevere and I've used the hard times to inspire and to, I picked myself back up and kept going and I've learned from what, you know, has challenged me and challenged my heart. So I come from a great family. I was born in a religious household that just, I tried for so many years to fit into this mold and it just wasn't working. And the more I tried, the harder it got until... One day, I just couldn't do it anymore, and I was broken. I felt broken inside, and I, you know, I I knew, I mean, as early as probably six years old, I felt my empathy, have a lot of empathy. I am sensitive. I would consider myself a highly sensitive person. Um, I have gifts and psychic abilities. So I have felt things very, very deeply in my life, and I haven't always known how to manage that. In fact, it's been, you know, up until recently where I feel like I can manage it pretty well now with all the tools I have and the therapy and everything that is in my toolbox. But I'm still human, just like you, and I still sometimes cannot even access my toolbox because. Some days being a human is really hard and it's okay that we don't always, you know, pick ourselves back up and grasp onto the good tools that help us. Sometimes we stay in those toxic thoughts or those unhealthy patterns in our lives that debilitate us or hinder us from our growth. So that's just part of the human experience and nobody is doing it perfectly. So we're all just doing our best. And sometimes your best is just, you know, very below average, very low on the totem, on the scale, and that's okay. So um, I grew up in that household, and um, at the age of 11, I started to develop OCD. So my thoughts were just running wild in my brain, and I couldn't control them. So my mom, you know sent me to my first therapist in sixth grade, and he gaslit me a few times because I was feeling like there was something wrong with me. My thoughts kept going to the word, I'm gay. 
And in the religion that I grew up in, that was not something, that was not an option. Being gay was something I had zero um, knowledge about. Like, I don't, I didn't really understand it, but I also knew that I was, which is so weird because I wasn't like experiencing romantic feelings at that age for another girl in my life. It was just a feeling in my body that I was different. I don't know if that really makes sense. And so I told my therapist after a spelling bee in sixth grade that I think I might be gay. And I remember how hard it was to say those words. And he just said, no, 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 you're not gay. You're, you're just going through those normal adolescent feelings and proceeded to prescribe Prozac, which, you know, that was the new pill at the time. It was kind of this like breakthrough medication for mental health. And you know what? I'm so very grateful for it. I think Prozac really saved me in a lot of ways, but he told me what I wanted to hear, which I knew deep down, like, no, this isn't going to go away. And so the more that I tried to go get it to go away and, you know, Prozac wasn't making it go away either. I just, I became a shell of myself. I just was running from myself. So then that led me to running a lot of marathons, which for a long time that actually numbed the shit out of me. I was so happy about that because I could basically not feel anything in my body. And I became obsessed with athletics and running and racing and I was ta- I was taking after my dad because my dad was an avid marathon runner and he was really fast. And so I really wanted to prove to him that I was fast and that I could finish. And so I really did. I, I ran some of the most amazing races in the country. I ran the New York City Marathon. I qualified and ran Boston. And those are, you know, really beautiful and life-changing experiences that I have that I'll never forget. But it came to a point where I ran my ninth marathon and I was tired of running. And about at that time, I was transitioning from living down south where my family lived and I wasn't really happy with the college that I went to. So I kind of sort of dropped out of college for a hot minute. And I was teaching a lot of group fitness at my local gym where I live and I my classes were packed I loved what I was doing I was numb from the running and the teaching but I had found my voice as a teacher and so much so that I was recruited by one of the most prestigious yoga studios in Salt Lake City and this studio never had a turnover like their teachers were veteran amazing teachers and I hadn't even done like a real you know in-depth yoga training yet. I had done like a weekend yoga training, like a drive-through training called Yoga Fit. And, you know, obviously I had my group fitness licenses and certifications. But anyways, at that time, I started doing a teacher training because my boss at the gym said, Abs, your your classes are packed and people are loving your class. And I think you would do really well in a really in-depth yoga teacher training. So you could teach that the yoga here and the more traditional yoga instead of the group fitness stuff. And I was like, yeah, I should. And at the time, you know, I had transitioned from marathon running to also training for an Ironman triathlon. And, you know, long story short, I started the teacher training 
in Salt Lake City. And what happened there was it, it, I don't know what it, I found, I found acceptance for the gay thoughts. It never went away from the moment I was 11 years old. And I gave myself permission finally to stop running and stop training. And I actually dropped out of the Ironman. I didn't finish training for it. And while I was in the teacher training, the, the owner of the studio, of this prestigious yoga studio, hired me on the spot and started mentoring me, took me under her wing. And something interesting about my life is I've always been mentored by these really powerful you want to call them gurus, teachers, mentors in my life. I've always been mentored by them. So since as early as just really early in life, and I've always been sort of trained to be a teacher and I've, I've always been a teacher and a coach and a mentor in some way as a really, at a really young age, I started teaching my first classes at, in 2003. So I'm actually celebrating my 20th year of teaching. But with that, um, you know, I left my athletic stuff behind and even my group fitness, I, I really toned it way back on the class, how many classes I was teaching a week. And I started teaching yoga full time at the studio, became an executive assistant and then became a senior teacher right away, started teaching classes for the main, the main owner of the studio. And then with that, I mean, some really challenging times came after that. I, I had some of the best times of my life because before that, you know, around 2011, I actually came out of the closet as a free gay woman because I, you know, a really attractive woman started to pursue me and I didn't see it as a typical gay person. And so that's why I was so scared to be gay because I thought, oh, being a gay person, you have, you like a certain type of gay woman. And that never was me. And so I was like, maybe I'm not gay. Like, but really, I I was just really surprised when this person started to pursue me that I would never think in a million years was gay. I'm I'm finally okay with saying I am gay. And that was on 11, 11, 11. And that was a really powerful time for me. And then, you know, as I continued to accept my sexuality and, you know, got into my first relationship with a woman, I realized like, yes, this is fully who I am. And I, I really stepped into my power at that time. But then, you know, as I started teaching a lot, I was teaching like 50 classes a month. I was getting burnt out over the years following that. And I came to a point where I was really codependent and almost lost my voice again because I was bypassing what my inner compass wanted and I was I was into this people pleasing I was into this people pleasing because I think ultimately I didn't want to be abandoned I wanted to be accepted and it went from not being able to fit in a religion to not wanting to, you know, you know, you know, with God, I didn't want to upset God. But then when it, you know, when I went into this yoga world, it was me not wanting to upset the guru. So I became a people pleaser and 
I didn't have any boundaries for myself. I was a yes man. I did everything. I prided myself in juggling a million things at one time and I was good at it. But deep down inside, I was crumbling again. So this pendulum swinged to in a, it, it was swinging in a direction that I was so happy for a while in that world. And then it kind of swung back in the other direction where I felt lost and empty again. And so there was a big thing that happened within Salt Lake City. And I was part of a group of people that decided to leave this yoga studio for many reasons. And I still don't really talk about it because it's something that maybe there will be a time in our feel okay to talk about it more, but I will just leave it at, it was a really brave thing for me to do, to leave something, an environment that wasn't good for me. And I was really proud of myself. So following those years, I I got married. I had a little girl um, who is the light of my life. She's now five. And I got married to a woman, obviously. And um, then I went through a divorce that was really hard. And I also, during that, was moving through very, very bad postpartum anxiety. And my journey since then has been an awakening journey. So while I've been a teacher all these years, I had to I had to start from rock bottom so many times in the last, you know, decade. And not have to seek validation outside of myself in order to tell myself I'm worthy, right? And I've had to learn that it's okay to have boundaries, that it's okay to say no. And my healing journey really began pre-pandemic when... Yoga, exercise, all the stuff I had done my whole life wasn't really working for me anymore. And I was like, who am I again? I'd lost my identity. I just was in bad shape. So I began going down this breathwork rabbit hole and I began doing meditation and breathwork. And I actually credit the beginning of this healing journey to Gabby Bernstein bless her heart. She, one day, I hope to actually tell her to her face and meet her and maybe be on her podcast. So that's what I'm manifesting. But I went down this meditation portal with her and she was the perfect person for me, for me to be guided from because she was just online and I could press the play button on this meditation and I would listen to it. And when I started listening to them, I was laying down And then slowly by the end of the challenges that I would do with her, I was sitting up and my life started to feel like my life again. And my healing journey has become the most empowering thing that I have embarked on in my life. So much so that through my healing journey, I was inspired to be certified in breath. And I started my own um, community called Magic. I always wanted to create magic here on earth, just like how I felt when I watched Harry Potter or the Chronicles of Narnia as a kid. And I wanted to tell, you know, my goal and my intention is to help people 
find their magic, to believe in magic, to believe in the impossible. Because why are we here then if we can't? Why are we? I've always been a dreamer. I've always been an entrepreneur. I was even given an entrepreneurial of the year, entrepreneur of the year award in 2015 for another business that I started. So as I've been teaching all these years, I've also been starting these small little businesses on the side, which has been fun for me. And this business, this, this community that I have now is called, you know, it's called magic. And I, I want to continue to help people feel like, okay, like magic can be real. And so, you know, three day or three years later now, you know, after I really began my healing journey, I'm so, so, so happy with all of the things that I've learned and everything that I've been able to teach people. And there are so many miracles right there for us to take in every single day. And if this podcast can be something that helps you see more abundance, feel more miracles, attract more things into your life, like you're a magnet, that's what I want to do for you. And, you know, there was a lot more where that just came from, but I didn't want to go on and on and on and on about it forever because you get the point. There's been a lot in my life and I'm, I love being a mom. I love being a friend. I now teach yoga again. I left it for a while with a group of individuals that I left the other yoga studio with. And I'm so happy to be where I'm at as a teacher, as somebody who leads a community. I also work with world-class authors, musicians, and athletes all around the world, helping people find their breath, find their bodies again, and heal. So welcome again. I am so happy to be doing this. It's time. It's the end of 2023. It was, it's the perfect time to start a podcast, right? Not on January 2nd, but actually now, the last month of the year. And so every week we'll talk about something different and we'll have different guests on. And I hope that this is a, one of those podcasts that reaches millions eventually. You know, that's a, that's a pretty grand dream, but it is possible because I know that my voice needs to be heard. And I know the things that I have to say and the wisdom that I've picked up over the years is important. So welcome to the Abby Daw podcast. We're going to talk about all things magic, self-development, wellness, growth, and I can't wait. So thanks for being here. And I hope you do something good for yourself today. And I hope you take the next right step in the direction of your dreams. Just one step forward into creating your future that's better than your past. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Bye.